<laughs> what is wrong? I'm so sore. Why? Well, I don't know. Pilates is my new jam and yep. every single muscle in my glute is getting worked out. Nice. But I'm fully committed, Revs, and I'm really proud of myself. I know it's only Feb, but I'm stuck to it. Something's happened. Yeah. Something has happened because I too am exercising and I too feel strange if I don't do it one day. I can pinpoint what happened to me. What? So Mia Friedman yep. said something on a podcast. Yeah. I think it was out loud. Yeah. It's so profound. Like, you know how some things <laughs> just land and hit and yep. slap and you're like, I'm committing to this thought train. So my biggest issue with exercise is I build it up to be this big thing that I need to commit to and mm-hmm. I need to get the mindset for. And sure. you know how everyone's like, diet starts Monday, yeah. that whole thing. Mm. But Mia talked about how if you just look at something as being a part of your routine, it mm. actually removes the need for discipline. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Yes. I know it sounds so basic. It really does. And <laughs> I know. And there'll be like fitness DLs who yeah. are like, Duh, what else were you doing? But I was building it up like this thing that I need to mentally gear up for and be super disciplined about. Mm. And the error in my way of thinking was that need to be disciplined. Okay. But you're jumpy around talking about it because you feel like you're going to break the spell or something. Yes, I feel like I'm going to jinx it. But you know, you're a fucking grown ass woman and you can choose to not stop. I know. So there you go. You won't. Thank you for giving me permission to not stop. Yeah, don't stop. Keep at it. I shan't. I can't wait to see your peach butt just get higher and higher. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, it's not about that. Yeah, and also, just because I'm doing the pilates doesn't mean that I'm going to rock the thong bikini. Oh, no. No, would you? No, God, no. <laughs> we met a 36-year-old oh, woman. God, I'm so relieved they weren't a thing in our heyday. Because you would have worn one. Oh, Hunji P. Would I have? I, no, Hunji P would have under pressure. Babe, you would have worn one and you would have looked fantastic. Revs, do you remember when we were 15? Yes. And we would call each other up and be like, what are you wearing? Yes. And we would all turn up in the same Supre skirt yep. and the same hound dog fitted singlet <laughs> yep. and the same Roxy bikini mm-hmm. and just walk around like a band of quadruplets. <laughs> yeah, totally. Looking so like total weirdos. So we would have all worn them and it would have been uh, confronting for our fathers, I reckon. <laughs> anyway, should we start the podcast? Yes, let's. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host... Kate! Hiya! Kate? It's me. Not Revsy Reeves? Sure. Yeah. Oh, let's go by my coffee order name, Teddy. Oh, is that... You're like my mum. Yeah. My mum always puts my stepdad's name, Eric. I've talked about this before, but like, I have room tone voice. So the pitch of my voice is at hubbub level. So if I'm in a crowded room or a party or a foyer or something and I'm talking at this level, this is the room tone level. Like I don't get heard. So I either have to raise my voice or I either have to lower my voice to have cut through, right? Yeah. Something about wearing a mask and standing at a barista, I say Kate and they say Hank. Oh, there's a child. Sorry, DLs. That's (laughs) Rafa in the background. Oh, baby girl. Baby girl. Daddy. <laughs> right? What are you doing? Shut her up. Anyway, there's something about standing at the barista counter with a mask on, with a kid pulling on your arm, and I say Kate, they hear Hank, it doesn't work. If I say Teddy, it has the T and the I, and it cuts through, no one asks how to spell it, 
So I just say Teddy. I don't blame you. Sometimes Isla's like, can it be Isla? And I'm like, yeah, but then they write Alia, Alia, Arla, Arlo. And I'm like, yeah, Teddy will do. Yeah. I mean, I'm Jenna. Jenna. I've just accepted it. It's my other name, Jenna. But you know what else it is? What? Chinese New Year. (gasps) Chinese New Year. Yeah. Tell me what this means. I know not. Okay. <laughs> but what I do know is my dad has always semi-celebrated it. Oh, well, happy Chinese New Year, Sam. He's not Chinese, no. by the way. He's Thai. Yeah. But uh, he's jumped on the Chinese New Year bandwagon. And as a kid growing up, every Chinese New Year, we would go and visit family friends who yeah. did have Chinese roots. Right. And I just always remember getting a red envelope full of cash. Oh, love that. Love like, that for you. That's a tradition. Great. And I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. So let's talk about Chinese zodiacs for a minute. Hang Rose. on, before we get there, okay. I imagine that the food on Chinese New Year would be lit. lit. Yep. I could just imagine that banquet. Yeah. Oh, now I want Chinese. Same. Mm. What's your order? What's my order? Yeah. What don't I order? Oh, okay. Are we talking yum cha or are we talking like dinner? Ooh. Because if it's yum cha, it's exclusively prawn ha gao. Yes. Just like pile them on top yep. of each other. I yep. need like 87 of them. Yep. An avalanche of them, please. Yeah, just an avalanche of that and maybe some Chinese broccoli, but also I can take it or leave it. Like, let's be real, a pink lemonade and then bring me the sweet and sour sauce. Nope, I'm- nope, nope, nope. Nope on the sweet and sour sauce. Well, sorry, I can have what I want. What would you like to have with your prawn ha <laughs> No, you can't, Revs. I'm in control of you. <laughs> no, but let me hit you with a hack. Okay. I've shared this with some people and it's changed their lives. Okay. In the same way that salt on pineapple changed their lives. Okay. When you go and have yum cha mm. and you know you have your little dish with your soy sauce in it, mm-hmm. ask for a side of vinegar. Okay. Then do one parts vinegar to two parts soy sauce. <laughs> Just imagining you doing some mixology at the table at yum <laughs> yeah. cha. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, one part vinegar, two parts soy. Life changing. Okay. It will elevate your hakao. Like you have never. Did you just say hakao in a Thai accent? If it was in a Thai accent, it would be hakao. Okay. <laughs> I actually Australianized it. Hakao. Hakao. Just do it. Slide into my DMs and tell me I have not changed your life. All right. But I'm just all about that bright red sweet and sour sauce. It's too much. I've got to get my MSG. I want my eyes to go puffy. I need to lie on the couch for hours afterwards. That's how you know you've had Chinese. <laughs> Slip a Clarentine in there. You're all good. Anyway. Zodiacs. Yes. You know I'm all about this now. Yes. Mrs. Woo Woo. That's me. Woo Woo Woo. Excuse me, it's Ms. Oh, sorry. Ms. (laughs) Tell me what to Google, bitch. Year of the Ox. Okay. Is our year. So if you're born in 1985, like me and Revsity Doodah, Year of the Ox. All right. And we want to know what about it. The Zodiac. Yeah. Oxen are the hard workers in the background, intelligent and reliable, hmm, but never demanding praise. Bull- uh, bullshit. I don't know. We're pretty... Uh, I demand all the praise. Yeah, we're, we're validation whores. I got very upset when we didn't win that podcast award. <laughs> <laughs> I want more praise, please. Women born in the ox year are calm and gentle. They will never surrender to fate. True. And rarely think of choosing an alternative. What? This no doubt leads to a life of struggles. <laughs> but no matter what, they will walk down the road they choose until the end. Despite this stubbornness, they think it, this can't be for everyone born in 1985. Well, look, this is the problem, right? When we look at your Western zodiac, yeah. so your Sagittarius, Cancer. Cancer, Aquarius, it's month specific. So it feels a little more tailored to you, whereas well, this yeah. is an entire year specific. And we know a lot of people born in 1985 who do not share the same qualities as us. And I'm sorry, I'm many things, but I'm not stubborn. Okay, I'm not stubborn. Revs, I want to know what my fucking lucky numbers are and right. what my lucky colours are. Three. Okay. 
three. Oh, and no. you're a three in the Enneagram. Oh, okay. Relevant. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's an old app. We'll put it in the show notes where we did our personality test with the Enneagram and Gem's a three and I'm a seven and we're a good combo. Yep. Go unpack that shit. Uh, numbers three and six. Six. I like okay. six. I like even numbers. Soz. <laughs> I know. But three is half of six. There's pattern in that. Sure. I like it. Sits right. well with me. And our lucky colours. Oh, sorry. I've just read the unlucky. Three and six are unlucky. <laughs> oh, great. So what does that mean uh, for me with the Enneagram test number? Uh, <laughs> numbers one and four. Better? Four's nice. Yeah. Even. What one. We, what do we do with I'm this? Number what, <laughs> I'm number one. I'm number I don't know. Yes, I don't, you are. <laughs> I don't know what we do with it. Our lucky colours are blue, yellow, and green. Ooh. Don't hate that. Our lucky flowers are lily of the valley. Lovely. Love that. And bamboo. No. About to strip my whole pool of bamboo. Hate I was it. I going to say, you've got hate it in bamboo. I hate bamboo. Guys, DLs. Anyone if- need some bamboo? No. 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 <laughs> Do not accept offers of free bamboo. There's a reason why that shit's free. But what I was going to say is to our dear, dear, dear DLs doing any sort of landscaping, ex-nay on the Ambu Bay. Okay, just, just you, someone will sell you the She's dream. Gone Latin. No, but they will sell you the dream of the quick privacy. Screen. The quick screen. Yep. The quick screen dream. It's BS. Okay. Back away from the bamboo. Don't do it. So my husband is hacking into it at the Such moment. Such niche content. This is so niche. If you're screening a pool in the northern beaches, <laughs> don't off. go for bamboo. Fuck off. Do you know how many DLs yeah. are doing their homes? Yeah. If COVID has made us do nothing, it's DIY. All okay? Right. Yeah. We're true. all into it. True. Yeah. Back away from the bamboo. That's all I have to say. Oh, love and relationships in 2022. Oh, yeah. This is relevant for you, Revs. And you, babe. You're in a relationship. Am I? You have love. I'm kidding. <laughs> love you, hubs. After a lukewarm 2021, Oxen's love life is scheduled for a major upgrade in 2022. Hello. Love this. Whether single or in a relationship, the Oxen's love life will improve. Great. If you are already in a relationship, you may consider commitment or marriage this year. Ah, Already married. Been there, done that. Although... Hubs and I did talk about that in our the year of our 40s, you mm-hmm. know, we talked about blowout 40th. Yeah. Something we really want to do is to go back to Thailand, to the villa where we got married and just book the whole thing and then just tell all our friends, like, whoever wants to book it, come. And then I want to throw him a surprise vow renewal. Aww. Is that cheesy? Yes, but cool? I'm here for it. Okay, so it's super cheesy. No, no, I'm all about fucking ritual and nice occasions now. Yes. Life is so inevitably trudgy there are so many things that you are obligated to do that you don't want to do that you have to show up for let's pepper our lives with beautiful little rituals that are life-affirming and joy-filled yes i'm all about it you know what a year ago i would have rolled my eyes at a vow renewal and now i'm like let's do one every year yes so this is why i'm seeing the world in technicolor okay i know this is really random yeah but i've fallen in love with color you may have noticed last year at the podcast awards i wore hot pink my wardrobe is slowly losing all of its beige babe this is a thing that's happening globally yes so this is a trend yes it's it's like the weimar republic years yeah it is post-war post-war vibes because we're coming out of covid they're predicting that everything in fashion Beauty, interiors, interiors, everything is going to go into Technicolor. It's just going to go into color and happiness and print joy, vibrance, joy. Yes, because, we love joy. Yeah, we could all wear beige when we got to go out and see our friends and loved ones every day because we didn't need to draw contentment from our clothes. Yes. But now we do. And they're all going to be 
bright red, bright pink and palm tree print. Yes. I want to be loud again. Not for any other reason than to steal Marie Kondo's line, but I want to spark joy in my life. And right now, color brings me joy. And do you know what color I'm hitting hard again? Pink. Blue. Blue. Yes. Pink and blue. I don't know why I'm into it. It's not doing a gender reveal, just into (laughs) pink and blue, but like bright pink and blue. Totally. You know, there's blue and then there's blue. Can we get back to... What's going to happen in our relationship? Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Because I'd like some sort of, you know. Hope. (laughs) (laughs) In any case, your love for your partner will heat up even more than before. Yeah. Spicy. Yep. Those who are single, holla. Ding, ding. Will have the chance to meet potential partners who catch their eye and who, upon further conversation, (laughs) will show themselves to be possible qualities of the oxen will... I don't like this. Jeez, that's really really inspiring, said no one ever. fuck that. I don't want to slowly understand someone could be a good match. I want the big shit, please. Yeah. I would like the cosmic love at first sight. Big love, please. I don't think I'm going to do anything less. Anyway, back to colourful clothes. Mrs. Wu was back there for a minute. This cosmic love? Yes, of course there is. I don't know. I Look, I think there are two kinds of people. Yes, we can riff on this. I believe there are people who think there are multiple people out there for us. It's just about timing. It's like where your life takes you. And there are people who believe in soulmates. Where do you fall? I do believe in soulmates, which I know leans into your whole cosmic theory. But... I do think that if you set yourself a standard of, I want that big cosmic soulmate love, mm-hmm. you're screening people based on not getting that immediate electric je ne sais quoi that you're searching for. And I firmly believe that there is so much beauty a grounded, slow burn, mature love, deep love. My relationship with my husband was a slow burn. Yeah. I mean, everyone looks at the photos I share on Instagram where he and I are like 12 years old and they're like, oh my God, how long have you been together? And it's like, no, 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 we didn't get together till I was 28 and he was 29. Yeah. So it was a real slow burn. And in the early days... It would have been awkward if you'd stayed with the person you were with at 12. Orkies! And he and I used to say we were each other's siblings, which gets even more awkward, but that's another story. But I think that I perhaps wouldn't have considered him until I had all of that life experience Mm -hmm. to know actually what I wanted in a life partner. Hanji P. And that is the very analytical look at it. But do you not think there was a universal energy at play that brought brought you together? A lot had to happen for you guys to reconnect. Hanji P. I mean, of course that could be coincidence. We None of us fucking know. But did you not feel in your soul a little bit that it was meant to be? I do. I really do. No, <laughs> I, I believe you. No, I, I, I genuinely do. But that's through a very romantic lens. Of course. You know? So that's why I'm saying there's two kinds of people. Do you know what I mean? There's like looking at it pragmatically and there's looking at it romantically. Yeah, I agree. But I just feel like if you're going to meet people, you need to like not be deterred from the outset. But do you? Like, I don't know. A relationship needs to be a value add, right? Like, I have children. I have a house. I have a job. I have a life. My life is set up. I don't need a relationship. No, you don't. You would like one. You'd like to share your life with someone. I would love to share my life with someone. I think life is better shared. And I like being in a relationship. I love love, you know? Yeah. I do want that. But I don't need a man to just 
be around. So actually, I think I've just got a really high standard and I only want to go for that cosmic shit. Like, I don't need a partner. So what is the point of going, I'll give it time. And blah, blah, blah. I, I just I think the perspective I'm going from is more find a friend in a partner first. Yeah, because I just worry because I did this where I wrote guys off because I didn't feel that immediate spark that I expect, you know, the explosion of fireworks and all that kind of stuff. But they were really good friends. Well, I feel like that would happen naturally and organically. If you vibe with someone on a friend level and it turned into something. Yeah. Amazing. I think that's more what I mean. Yeah. I'm not ruling out or ruling in. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I just mean like, this is how I live my life in pretty much every direction. True. As we'll get to in this episode. Yep. I do rule by big feelings. Yep. That's how I make decisions in my life. Things have to feel exciting and good to me to feel right to me. I just think you need to play a longer game. But I don't mind being just me. It would need to be such a value add and upgrade to come into my world at this point. You know? Fair enough. So let's go big or go home. Why not? Speaking about, you know what I don't have time for? (sighs) Okay, DLs, get ready for this one. What don't you have time for, Revzy? Myself impulse buying a pet shop dog last weekend. You know what? I don't have time for that either. (laughs) But let's hash it out because it's brilliant. DLs. What the fuck is wrong with me? DLs, can I interject for a second? Rev's texting me, I have a dog. My reaction was almost on par with when she told me she was engaged. (laughs) Instead of being like, oh my God, I went into big mistake. Why? (laughs) Are you sure? And then all the practicalities came into my head instantly. And I was the buzzkill bestie. Like, you were so excited, and I was like, okay. (laughs) But for our OG DLs, Mm -hmm. our back cataloger DLs, Mm -hmm. you will know that Revs and I have declared many, many times on this potty. Proudly. That we are not dog people. No, still not a dog person. (laughs) We had entire conversations about why we're not dog people, why we would, quote unquote, never get a dog. Have you guys noticed that everyone's a dog person now? We're going to lose a lot of people here, but I'm not a dog person. I want a dog. I want a dog. Please. The parents like, let's get the kids a dog. And whose dog does it become? Someone tell us what's good about dogs. (laughs) Ghoul us. I already have two things that shit need walking. (laughs) I do not need a third one. So, all right, I'm going to hand the mic over to Revs. Share with us. Yeah. Where were you at? How did this happen? Where was I at? Great question. <laughs> um, so as, as we've discussed, <laughs> in a weird headspace at the moment. And like my kids have been through it, you know, that I'm really proud of them. They're doing really well. We're all healing together. I'm in a really great place with my ex. Like things are okay. And I, I, we went to get some pillows. Okay. We needed new pillows for the beds, so we went to the shopping centre. Went to get a pillow, came home with a dog. I mean, just, what is wrong with me? It just doesn't get better, if I'm honest. (laughs) So we went to the shopping centre to get some pillows. We we parked in the multi-storey. We're walking through the shopping centre. What do we walk past? Yes, they still exist. A pet store. (laughs) So the kids were like, aww, at all the puppies in the window. I was like, no, 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 we're here for pillows. Because, okay, 
bit of context, Isla has been begging for a dog since she was two years old. 18 months, I reckon. And like consistently begging. She's told me she'll save up for it. She'll do whatever. I'm like, you, you do not have enough money in your spriggy account, Isla, to buy a dog or keep it up. So anyway, we go get the pillows. So I'm loaded up, by the way. Oh, so you did get the pillows. the pillows. So and by the way, productive. by the way, full arms. And of course, while we're in Target getting the pillows, I also bought some undies. Some, you know, oh my God. Also Target things. gets you. They every really time, get you. Every time. You never leave there under 150 bucks. Anyway, so I've got two giant shopping bags with pillows and other cumbersome things. We're walking back to the car and they're like, can we just look at the puppies? I was like, sure, go for your life. It was like a fucking movie meet cute. Isla walks up to the glass. This little cavoodle bounds towards the window, up on its hind legs, paws on the glass, tilts its head to the right. Big puppy, puppy dog, dog eyes. eyes. Isla does the same motion from the other side, like a fucking Pixar film. Wait, and then did she turn around and say, how much is that dog in the window? <laughs> and mummy was like, thousands, and we don't have it. <laughs> but I have a credit card. <laughs> fucking hell. So Isla puts her hands on his paws. They lock eyes. It's fucking love at first sight. Isla starts crying. Proper emotional tears oh she got you good it was not manipulative it was a genuine emotional experience she had in a fucking shopping center through plate glass she's like mommy can we go and see the dog and i was like okay for five minutes and can i just be your internal monologue (laughs) i literally said out loud it wasn't even internal i said we are not going home with a dog today but then the devil on your shoulder was like but revs you have divorce guilt. Yeah, Rebs, you've already ruined their lives once this year. <laughs> How could you say no to something that would bring so, so much, much joy? joy. Fucking elf on the shelf on crack. <laughs> the joy on their faces. So we walk into the pet shop and the girl in there is like, do you want to hold him? And I was like, oh, it's a boy. Because that, that would be a thing. If I wanted a dog, I wanted a boy. And I was like, mom, it's a boy. And I was like, okay. So they pull the puppy out of <laughs> The pen. This sad pen, too. Like a perspex Look, can I just... Look, there's going to be DLs who are going to rage against pet shops. Yes, just yes. Pet store pet... And I'm I'm fucking with you. I'm with you, too. You need to adopt a rescue puppy next That's time. Not, but yeah. we understand well, that everything about this story... Is bubkus. Is, yes, absolute bubkus. <laughs> bananas. Um, And they pulled the fucking puppy out of the thing. He was so chill. He was fucking fluffy. He's a real-life teddy bear. They put it in Isla's arms. It's licking her face. She's sobbing. The smile on her face, she's lighting up. Like, it's just something I haven't seen in her in a little while. And I was like, oh, my God, I can feel my fucking heart changing. No, 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 no. And I was like, how much is it? They told me it was an exorbitant amount. Okay, I I'm want not it saying. Revs won't tell me, DLs. I said to Revs, and I did that, like, disapproving bestie look. Because, did. as you know, I care about her financial situation deeply. Too and much. I, we need more boundaries. <laughs> shut up. And, and I was like, I did the, how much was it, Revs? How and much she, was that doggy in the window? <laughs> She said, you know, some cavoodles sell for nine grand. They do. And it wasn't that. And I went, nine Nine grand? grand? (laughs) I thought dogs were like 600 bucks. Yeah, in the 90s they were. And she was like, I didn't pay nine grand. And then I was like, what did you pay? (laughs) Too much. She won't tell me. Too much. She won't tell me, DLs. Anyway, so... You all know where this is going. I don't even know if I can do the middle bit. No, you can. You can. Basically, I was like, how much is it? And Isla's eyes tripled in size. Teddy was like, what's happening? Teddy's like, mummy, you said we're not leaving with a dog today. (laughs) Mummy, you said you're not going to change your mind. And I was like, look, Teddy, can we not evolve? (laughs) Can we not evolve over five minutes? And Auntie Gem is stepping in to say, yes, mum, can we not evolve? (laughs) Can we not evolve? 
Then the fucking pet shop girl's like, do you want to jump into the playpen with it for a minute, Isla? And I was like, can I? I'm like, oh, there's no harm in that. This dog was so chill and friendly. And I was like, he's pretty fucking special, isn't he? So they put him in the playpen. They put like a pee pad down and he goes straight to the pee pad and pees on the pee pad. And I was like, what's that about? And he's like, oh, we train them to pee on these. So if you're going to apartments, you know, you can have these pee pads. And I was like... Right. Okay. And I was like, what is this breed like in apartments? And she's like, this is the best apartment. She was great. She was, she did a full Don Draper on me. She gave me the best (laughs) sales pitch for why a Cavoodle is the best family dog in an apartment. They're happy to be independent and left alone. Because she's probably on commission. I don't know what her professional setup is. She probably gets paid $12.50 an hour to work at Pet Barn or wherever she is. Yeah. Plus commission. It's not Pet Barn. Don't at me. Sorry, Pet Barn. It wasn't a Pet Barn. I know they just (laughs) sell accessories. Sorry, Pat Barn. fish. I think they sell fish. Cool. <laughs> Why didn't you get a fish? Why didn't I do a lot of things, Jeff? <laughs> so then, I don't know what came over me. I just wanted to be that mum that's just spontaneous and The fun. enabler. The enabler, the bringer of joy. And I fucking said yes. And I handed over my card and I bought a cavoodle. Okay, so that's part one of the story, DLs. Okay, so part one. So how long ago did this purchase of said puppy happen? Six days. Six days ago. Six days ago. Okay, so Revs is cresting one week with this pooch. I have moved past the cooling off period where you can change your mind and take the dog back. Now, I'm curious about this cooling off period because how many days is it and why is it so short? Yeah, that's how they get you. Yeah, because it's exciting for three days. Yeah. There's a three-day period where you can take it back. You don't get all your money. You get 50% back. Oh, brutal. So it's a good business for them if you change your mind. It's like changing your mind on a house. You lose a deposit. So that period has passed. Now, intermission. (laughs) He's a really good dog. Everyone was like, oh, prepare for night one. It's like having a newborn, blah, blah, blah. He's going to cry all night. You're not going to get any sleep. I called my friend who has a cavoodle and I got all these tips from her. I'm sorry. I'm interjecting here. Okay. Newborn babies can have a (laughs) six-day... good window cooling off period no not cooling off period but <laughs> a period where they're super chill yeah. super easy and you go i've got this no no but everyone says the first night you bring a puppy home they howl all night it's like they're being murdered it's like a horrible thing dog people will know this so i googled it how to survive the first night with a puppy so i put him in the in the laundry and i've given him his bed and his fucking clock thing that sounds like his mum's heart or whatever doesn't cry doesn't cry doesn't scratch the door stays in his bed sleeps till 6 45 I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a good dog. And I'm a saint because I rescued this fucking dog from this terrible Perspex pet shop prison. We've done well, But right? you know why it's a good sleeper? Why? Because it's a pet shop dog. I know, and it's probably already been through its trauma. It's yes. horrible. It's all bad. Don't at me. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I fucked up. So night one's good. The kids play with it. The first two days, I'm like, this is a hack. Like... Okay, yes, he's shitting all over my apartment, but they're hilarious little shits because he's a hilarious little doll. Are they like bunny pellets? Yeah, they're not. It's fine. You know, you pick them up, you flush it, it's fine. And he gets all his ways on the pee pad because he's been trained in that at the store. We're treating him and keeping that up. Is there a poo pad? Is that a thing? It's the same thing, but somehow he doesn't connect the two. I think he's like a newborn. He's just like, it's coming! And out it comes, you know? But somehow he can get his pees there. I don't get it. I'm going to do the puppy's... I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyway... So the kids don't say, I'm bored. What are we doing? For two, three days. Like, they love this dog. Deals. So we know where I'm at on this topic. Revs goes to me, no, Jem, you don't understand. It's amazing. Like, the kids have not been bored 
all weekend. They haven't once whinged. They have completely self-entertained because of this puppy. And I was like, because it's new and novel. Yeah. It's new and novel, Revs. Are you going to have this puppy for potentially 12 to... Dude, I'm going to be in my 50s and still have this dog. What is the life expectancy? 15 years. Dude, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with you? DLs. Why am I just, like this? Like, just yeah, picture me. Like picture me grabbing Revs's shoulders. I'm not actually doing it. I'm doing it in my mind because it's very satisfying. Grabbing onto Revs's shoulders and just shaking the shit out of her and being like, "Babe, wake up to yourself and your decisions." Yeah, it's not like getting your kids ice cream for breakfast. Honestly. It is not. Okay, so that's the intermission. Yeah. It's a good dog. It is a good dog. Like, I can't whinge. This is a good puppy. Yep, from six days of experience. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it's a good puppy. I've made a terrible mistake. So the last time I saw Rebs, she was really selling this puppy to me. And to myself. And she was she was even doing that thing that dog lovers do. And DLs, we know there's a lot of dog lovers amongst you. We don't Oh, need... this is an objectively beautiful dog. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we don't need you to slide in to convince us, yeah. okay? Now, Revs sold me the puppy dream and I was very stoic in my response. (laughs) But she came in this morning and she dropped her bundle and was like, I think I've made a mistake. I'm an anxious wreck. She is. I've made a terrible mistake. I work in the office three days a week. So as we mentioned in our previous episode, Revs has a new job. Now, I know I'm talking for you and I'm sorry. No. But the requirements of her new job is that she... Just do life for me, okay? You're going to drive better than me. No, Revs, I have... (laughs) Jump on in and drive this car. I have... Like my children, when it comes to you... Hey, fuck off! No, I don't mean this to be patronising. No, no, no. How do you mean this to be? Please continue. It just is, okay? I've learnt to surrender that Revs is gonna do what Revs is gonna do, okay? I've given up. I will offer my thoughts on things and then I've learnt to detach and not take things personally. Like, when am I going to be a grown-up? You know... When? When will the day come? I have hope for this year for you. <laughs> I, I do. I have year high hopes. Year of the ox. <laughs> yeah, I, the year of the ox. It's our year, babe. It's our year. Fuck. But in all seriousness. I've got a new job. I'm in the got a new job. three days a week. And then yep. I podcast one day a week. Four days of the week, I'm out of the house. But something we have not mentioned yep. is the office where Revs will be working is an hour drive yep. from where we live. Yeah. So there is a two-hour commute yep. in total. And what is going to happen with this puppy? So I looked into dog walkers, puppy visits, all that. It's going to be like 150 bucks a week to maintain this guilt yeah. of mine that I'm not with the puppy. And because this is how my brain works. Are you going to do it in annual? Yep. So $150 a week over the course of a year is close to $8,000 oh a God. year. Just to maintain oh someone God. looking after your puppy while you're at work. Computer says no. I know. Calculator okay. says no. So look, I, I, I could not sleep last night. I was like, where's my Valium? <laughs> like, I am so anxious about this mistake I've made. The puppy, I can rehome. Everyone wants a Cavoodle. I will find a good home for that puppy. I'll look after it. I'll change the microchipping. I will be a fucking grown up about it. I'll be responsible. It's my kids. How do I break my fucking kids' hearts that I've made a mistake? Or do I not? Do I just suck this up? Like, should I just no, have this no. dog for the kids? Revs. Revs. I've done it now. Like, can I no, really undo it? No. Oh, Please, I can just, I just... I'm so undecided. Okay. I'm re- and I'm breathe. never undecided. Can you just breathe? No! Yes, take a deep breath in through pant, your... nose. Like a puppy. No, shut up. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth for me for a second. Because you are spiralling. I am. On the body. I am. Guys, this is happening in real time. Life okay? spiral. Please don't keep this puppy. And let me tell you why. 
it is not fair on the puppy to have an owner who has to work outside of home four days a week because three days are at the office of this new job, but one day is here at my house on our potty day. For it to live in an apartment if you can't afford the maintenance of its care. Like I can, but also I could take the kids to Fiji, you know? Yeah, I know what I would prefer. Yeah. Where's the dog going when we go to Fiji? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? You can't keep pulling favours from your parents. No, I can't. Your mum has already (laughs) taken Jessie, your sister's dog. Remember when your sister got a dog? Yeah. Yeah. And now Jessie lives with who? Your mum. My mum. Yeah. Your mum doesn't need another dog in her life. Jan, if you're listening, I've got your back, girl. I just, like, it was the biggest brain snap I've ever had in my life. That's okay. You're allowed a brain snap. Are you, though? You always said to me, it's how you resolve it. Yeah, I know. Okay? I know. You've done this before with your kids. You're so good at explaining the situation. This... As awful as it sounds, but this will be a teaching moment for your kids and for you. And I think there's something in just owning the mistake or look, okay, two schools of thought. Mm-hmm. You either own the mistake or and come up with an elaborate story that or come makes up- their hearts fine. Yes. And if you need an elaborate story, how about yeah. playing on the, oh, it's mummy needs it back <laughs> story. I feel like everyone can relate to that. I feel like a seven-year-old could be like, yeah, if someone took me away from my mummy and my mummy was like, oh, no, I want Isla back. I feel like in a child's brain, that's very relatable, Uh a mum-child relationship. Okay. But then there's the moral part of me that's like, tell them the truth. Like, is it fair to kind of feed this BS story? I I I don't feel like what I want to do. Yeah. What's your gut telling you? My best healthy self would be honest with them. Yeah. And make it a real vulnerable, honest learning moment of like, guys, I need to talk to you. And it's serious. I've made a mistake. I wanted to be the fun mom. I wanted to say yes. I knew you wanted this, but we actually can't look after this puppy how it should be looked after. And I really feel like I need to change my mind. Yeah. And I need you guys to come along with me on that. I've got goosebumps. I want to cry, though, because I know what Isla's going to do. Isla will cry. She will cry for days. Yeah. She'll say, how could you do this to me? I'll look after it. She'll negotiate with me. She'll bargain. She'll beg me. And I guess I just have to eat that. Teddy will be fine. Teddy will be okay. Yeah. He's already annoyed because Bo, his name's Mr. Bojangles. Yeah. Guys, his name is Mr. Bojangles because he's got little white tap shoes. He's <laughs> very cute. We call him Bobo. And it's fitting for the potty He's with Bobo. fucking gorgeous. Like, I'm the worst. I'm just the worst. No, you're not. It's okay. Isla I'm will fu- get through I've the- never been so full of regret in my life. Do you know what? You could ask Isla, how would you feel knowing that Mr. Bojangles can have a better life yep. with another family? Yeah. And the other thing with your kids as well, they're not with you half the time. I know. So Bo will be alone. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I'm on team Bo and what's best for Bo? Bo's got to go to the farm. <laughs> what's best for Bo Bo is fucking free range life. No. Oh my god. You can do it. I'm just preempting. There's going to be some DLs who are going to slide in yeah. and try and tell Revs, "No, you'll be able to do it." I know I could do it. Of course I could do it. But There's... is it right? Is it right in an apartment yeah. for a puppy? I know they don't grow very big, but let's just say mature age. Yeah. Being left in an apartment four days a week and with the odd dog walker coming over and taking it out one hour a day. Well, I do hear that's all they need. Like, it's just more that... Oh, all they need? That's the bare minimum. You can do yeah, better than that for an animal. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Does anyone want a cavoodle? I'll do a good price for you. <laughs> I just want to recoup some of my losses. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I just got lost in the January holiday vibes as well. Like I'm off, I've got time and I really do enjoy him and I like him and he's lovely. But but then I'm going to get, like I have to leave my house at seven o'clock on two days a week. Like this poor dog, I'm going to need a feeding robot or something to feed it. Like I haven't, I didn't And then there's vet fees and pet insurance. Like that's on top of that $8,000 a year that I brought up with you before. That's not even including any of that stuff. Not including food. Why am I like this? It's okay. It's okay. It's all right, Revs. I'm normally okay to own my mistakes in life, aren't I? Genuinely. You are. This one I'm finding really hard to wear. Yeah. Like, I just want to go suck it up and do this for your fucking children. You know, how hard can it be? We'll get into a routine. We'll build a resilient dog. But like, yeah, you're right. Is that no, fair you, I, I think you're right. I think we can put your brain snap down to being caught up in that holiday vibes. And the divorce. The divorce is a whole mood. It makes you do things for your kids you wouldn't normally do. Do you know what I can liken it to? It's like when you go to a different country mm-hmm. and you shop that country's style yes. while you're there. It's like, yes. you know, when you go to Thailand and you're like, yes, I'm going to wear only sarongs and fisherman pants. Yeah. And then and you buy heaps of it and then you come back to your home and you're like, what? why do I own 10 pairs of fisherman pants that I'm never going to wear? Like, I feel like that's what happened. You're in the holiday vibes. Yay, let's be spontaneous because that's what you've been doing every day with your kids. You've been hitting the beach and doing life differently. Yeah. But this new job reality is looming and that's mm-hmm. why you're suddenly feeling this anxiety over it. But I'm putting my foot down as the practical friend, because I know I'm going to be up against DLs who are going to try and convince you that you can keep this dog. I know Revs's life. The last thing she needs added to your already overflowing plate I know. is another big responsibility. I know. And it is a big responsibility. I just, you know how I've always been like, nah, kids don't need that. It's fine. Build resilience. No elf on the shelf. I just... I wanted to make them happy. And I understand that. It's so simple and stupid, but I wanted to make them happy. Yeah. Divorce guilt is a real thing. It's real. It's real. But you need to rein that in as well because you don't want your children to grow up being like, oh, I just guilt my mum and I get whatever I want. I know. And I'm not saying your children are manipulative because they absolutely are not. But there will be a tipping point where they hit a certain age because I've seen it in one of my good friends who had divorced parents from... I think it was year seven who then really played puppet master. Oh yeah, you can work that. Yeah, they can work it. So she was about 12 years old and she worked out exactly what to say to mum to get what she wanted and vice versa with dad and actually ended up playing them off each other, which is effed up in a whole other level. But it starts with you not just enabling whatever Isla wants. I get the movie moment. Like yeah. we all felt it. Oh DLs, I felt it. Like hearing that story about the paws and the hands on we the were window. Basically like Miracle on 43rd Street or whatever. Like it was, I get it. I heard music playing, you know? <laughs> it was probably just the elevator music from the shopping center. I had a proper stroke. <laughs> I get it. It's all good. Don't be hard on yourself. Just do the right thing, which is to rehome yeah. Bobo. Can I do that on Marketplace? How does one do Oh, there'll this? be a whole community. Yeah. We'll look into it. Yeah, Rather than right looking people. for dog walkers at a bargain. I can't send him off to the wrong place. You know? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Oh my God. No. I've got to break my little baby's hearts. I just can't believe I'm going to take such a 180 turn from being the best mum of all time to the worst mum of all time. But I'm just going to have to be honest with them. Can I say, and look, maybe this is cold of me. But the benefit is you've only had Bobo for six days. 
Imagine if you figured this out in like March, a few weeks into your new job and you were like, fuck, I cannot handle this. There's too much on my plate. And by the way, DLs, like Revs' new job, she's playing it down, but it's a fucking big deal. It's a big job. It's a big job. It's managing a team of people. Like it's that in itself. Oh my God. As your bestie, I'm like, why did you do this? As my bestie, I'm like, why did I do this? (laughs) But I did not have my best interests at the front of mind. No, and that's okay because you were trying to do your best in the moment for your daughter. And that's understandable. Yeah. But it's time. It's time to admit I've made a mistake. It's time to admit. But right, how much better that it's six days rather than the bond they yeah. would develop in, say, six weeks from now. Yeah. That's harder because yeah. then they've become adjusted. At the moment, Bobo is still novel and new. And the novel and new thing was here for a beat. And then moved on to another family. Just real quick, I can't like rehome him. And then when they come back from their dads, be like, oh, he's not well. (laughs) He's in doggy hospital. And then a day later to say he didn't make it. No. I definitely can't do that. I'm vehemently against that. No, don't put them through grief trauma. How about empower them? Especially Isla. Let her come to the conclusion that actually maybe it isn't fair or right for Bobo. And that Bobo could have a much better life elsewhere. Okay. Sorry, Mr. Bojangles. I did you wrong. We love you, Mr. Bojangles. So would you categorize this dog brain snap as a real wallet mum trait? Like, do you think wallet mums do this? Well, you know how we have good mum and wallet mum? Yes. I think we now also have just like bad mum. Oh, no, honey. <laughs> just bad mum decision. B-M-D. <laughs> Look, if we have any new DLs joining us, because... Our tribe is growing. Yes. Hi, new people. If you haven't heard of the term good mum and wallet mum, what we're referring to is the good mum. Everyone knows a good mum. Everyone has a friend who's a good mum. They've just always got their shit together. They're that organized mum. They know what happens to sleep and food and poo in a baby at 8.5 months. Exactly. Precisely. They've kept notes in their phone about it. They always have wipes in their bag. They always have a spare pair of leggings and spare nappies. And the wallet mum is the mum who turns up with just her wallet and needs to borrow the wipes and the spare leggings and the nappies from the good mum and ask the good mum, can I give five meals of Nurofen in the middle of the night if I've already given two meals of Panadol and uses the good mum like a personal Google machine. And as much as we wish that this podcast was more balanced, <laughs> Revs and I unfortunately are both wallet mums, but we have a mutual good mum bestie yeah. who we go to for all that advice on parenting. And we don't deserve her. No, we really don't. She <laughs> She's the dream and she's whip smart. She anticipates everything. everything. She's done all the research. She's a good mum. Can you believe how hard she's shaking her head at me about this fucking puppy? <laughs> oh my God, the good mum would totes be like on Team Jam. The man. good mum would have thought this through for at least six months before she even thought about walking past a pet shop. Hungy pee, she would have. <laughs> but that's why everybody needs a good mum in their life. And it's okay if you're a wallet mum. Now, I'm going to jump in here. It's 2022. No, don't uh, no, try and make this happen. No, I'm going to try. Oh, fuck's sake. DLs. OG DLs. Can we not agree? Hang on, Revs. I'm going to throw something back at you. Can we not evolve? Mm-hmm. I want to change up the wallet mum vernacular to the phone mum. Because I've ditched my wallet. With Apple Pay, with the use of the QR code, which Mm -hmm. now has well and truly become a part of our lives since the C word happened, 
We are no longer needing our wallets for anything. My driver's license, my Medicare card, it's all on my phone. Yep. I even bought my phone a strap, carry case, in case you're looking for that episode, carry case, C-A-R-R-I-E. This is not my not spawn for the week, but I've literally turned my phone into my wallet and I would feel better but saying- it's the vibe of the thing. It's the vibe is that it's your wallet. We all know it's phone and keys as well. Yeah, but if you're a phone mum- it's still- well, you're not going to call yourself a key mum, are you? But you don't leave without your keys. Well, this is what I got for Christmas. Okay. Can I quickly share this? I know we're well and truly past Christmas and it's not about Christmas. Did you get a key fat entry? I did. Oh my God. So DLs. What do you get the girl who has everything? Shut up. My husband was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, you know what I want. I've been asking for it for a very long time. I really want to become a true phone mum, mm-hmm. which means I literally have nothing but my phone. But the one thing that I was snagging on was the fact that I always had to carry my fucking keys. So I said to Hubs, I really want a highly secure keypad entry door handle. Sure. I think you buy them as a door handle. Anyway, he got me one. So that was Christmas. Very excited. Over the flipping moon, in fact. But hey, look at this. It's February. Has it been installed? No. So I said to him, I think the gift needs to be a whole 360 thing where, yes, you buy it. Yeah, there's no follow through. I was like, get on Airtasker, get it installed. So it's kind of a useless gift at the moment. So you've got an uninstalled keypad and a non-vasectomied penis in your life. Yeah, this is problematic. Get some follow through, hubs. Yeah. Listen up. (laughs) Sort it out. All right, Revzy. Hit me with your not spun. I'm gonna hit me with your not hit you hit you. I'm gonna hit you with my not spun. David Attenborough documentaries. Ooh, yes, a doco for your kids just before bed. Talk it up. If you let your children wind down before bed with television, which I do, the best possible show to put on for them is a David Attenborough documentary. One, it's educational. Two, his voice is like a meditation. Oh my god, it's so soothing. It's so soothing. Three, they calm right down mm. and they become kind of, I don't know, one with nature or something. It's just like become my new wind down bedtime routine. And I put them in their jammies. They get their toy or whatever. They jump on the couch. They watch half an hour of David Attenborough and then they go off to sleep and sleep beautifully. And so I thought I'd just let you all know. So they don't have like nightmares about lions eating zebras? No, they're really into it. They do get emotional, but they mostly get emotional when he gets into the eco stuff, like deforesting and the ice caps melting. That's when they get emotional. The actual like animal kingdom is just fascinating. And they get the circle of life. They get it. And they love it. And they go, no, the antelope. But like, you know. Circle of life. (laughs) Resilience. Hashtag resilience. These poor, resilient kids of divorce with no puppy. (laughs) Oh, shit. I actually love that record. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, it's really good. Netflix have a few. I think they're dotted around, though. I found three on Netflix at Attenborough, but they're kind of dotted around. I have to say, I do love a not spawny record that also happens to be a mum hack. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what this is. Hit me with your not spawn. I'm gonna hit you with my not spawn. Bum, ba-da. I've got a board game. Oh, yep. On brand. Very on brand. So my brother and my sister-in-law, who have moved back to Australia, Joy. Also game nuts. They are game nuts. And they are also the best gift givers Mm. ever. It's so hard to Your brother is an insanely good gift giver. They're just elite, the pair of them. Anyway, for Christmas, they bought me a board game called Ticket to Ride. Okay. Holy shit. It is so fun. It's also the kind of game that doesn't drag on for too long. Now, if you're a diehard gamer, you will know Settlers of Catan. I'm a tragic for Settlers of Catan. I fucking love it so much, but it takes a few hours commitment. I feel like you can't co-opt the term gamer. 
about board games. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're not a gamer, babe. No, I'm not a gamer. You're like a parlor room activity person. Yeah, I am. You're right. Okay. I won't hijack that term. (laughs) But Ticket to Ride is that beautiful balance of strategy and luck that I always search for in a game. (laughs) (laughs) I know I sound like such a dork. But it's so fucking good and it's not too long. Okay. It's not like Monopoly long. Yeah. And it's not like Monopoly when you buy bad locations and you're like, I don't have a chance in hell in winning. And then there's always someone who's like way ahead of the pack and they're all cocky and into the game. And then there's that person who's like, I don't even want to play anymore because I've got no hope in hell. Can't relate. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, board gamers, I know you can relate. But Ticket to Ride, the game can change oh. really quickly. So just when you think you're nailing it, someone can really usurp your throne basically and then you're losing and then you might feel like oh actually I'm onto a winner here anyway super fun I'm not going to oversell it even though I already have but it's called Ticket to Ride there's even expansion packs like Settlers of Catan if you're into board games this will be your jam that's all I have to say about that I'm done now should we cue (laughs) the outro I tried to get on board and excited it's okay it's like when you talk about alcohol and I'm like who? (laughs) and then I just have crickets in my brain Stay tuned for dog updates. Yes, we have to keep the DLs posted. And seriously, if there's anyone who can offer a loving home to a beautiful cavoodle, only serious offers though, guys. Oh, yeah. Slide on in yeah, to Red Yeah, slide on in. Let's yeah, talk. Let's talk. I know. Got to find a good place for this beautiful puppy. Absolutely. Thanks for not judging me. No judgment zone. <laughs> Thank you, DLs. We love you. Cue the outro. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. Woof, woof. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Sorry, I had to. Knife in the heart.